Hi, this is Casey Reed. And this is Rafi. And, and we're, we're Trantrums. We're two FTM guys discussing topics deemed taboo in the rainbow world, especially in the trans population. If you have topics or comments, email us at caseyandrafi at gmail.com. Okay. <laughs> Today's a good one. Yeah. Uh, so I've got a list of questions for Rafi, um, and they're all pertaining to... Phalloplasty. <laughs> so today's tantrum is everything you wanted to know about phalloplasty, but were afraid to ask. And these are going to be nitty gritty questions, mm-hmm. um, personal, intimate, cringeworthy, maybe mm-hmm. all questions regarding phalloplasty. Um, an FTM guy, I've had phalloplasty, and actually in three days, I'm going to have my final stage, which is testicular implants. So I have been through it. Mm -hmm. So I just want the one, the one caveat to this whole thing is this is my experience only. I am not speaking for the entire, uh, trans community who has had any sort of bottom surgery. I am only speaking from my experience. That said, I will be as open and honest and humorous as possible. We appreciate it. Well, and uh, for clarification, uh, I haven't had bottom surgery. I've only had a polyhisto, um, so these are going to be some fun questions. All right, ready to kick it off? Let's go. And just so you guys know, I have not been prepped for these. Uh, Casey asked if I wanted to see them beforehand, and I said, hell no. Let's just do it on the fly. (laughs) So I do not know what's coming at me. Here we go. All right, the first one's going to hit you. And some of these are also just stupid questions, too. Yeah. Okay. Circumcised or uncircumcised? (laughs) (laughs) So my phallus, which I don't really like that word just because it sounds like, I don't know, um, my penis, my phallus, my dick, whatever, looks circumcised. So I've had glansplasty, which is the procedure where they make the uh, distal end, the far end, look like a circumcised penis. Thank you. You're welcome. Do you feel hot and bothered in your special place? <laughs> it depends. <laughs> okay, so this is also a good question because some guys have their um, natal bits, their original bits left exposed, and some have their natal bits buried. Mine are buried. So. It's still a learning process for me to figure out how to get to it, how to make it work properly, um, how to find it. Sometimes it's easier to find than others, um, but it's not as easy to access as it was pre-phalloplasty. Makes sense. But it once you find it, it feels really good. It's just finding it that can sometimes be a little bit of a challenge. Yeah. A little treasure hunt. <laughs> I joke that I'm going to get a tattoo that X, mar- <laughs> X marks the spot. That's hilarious. Who doesn't like a dick tattoo? <laughs> right. right. That's I a mean, combo starter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Moving on. Does it stick to your leg, your dick? Um, that's a good question. It depends. So, um, yes and no. So, just... For pure ease, I wear Separatech underwear. Some of you guys might know what Separatech is. It's the one with the little pouch in the front. It's like a 
It's got a little hole. Your penis goes through the little hole. It holds your fella nice and comfortably. It holds your testicles nice and comfortably in its own pouch. So nothing touches anything else, which is really nice. So it doesn't get it doesn't get sticky. If I'm in boxer shorts, say just hanging about, (laughs) free balling, so to speak, um, it can like just like you would imagine. Um, any part that gets sweaty sticking to another part of your body, it does. But it's not like it gets suctioned onto your leg. But highly, highly recommend if you guys are having phalloplasty, um, I highly recommend Separatec underwear. They're, they are amazing. We should put a link in. I should. I should put a link in the description. Actually, you know what? We will put a link in the description because they for phalloplasty guys, they're amazing. Awesome. Uh, is <laughs> oh god, is your uh, dick what you imagined he'd be? That is such a good Thank you. question, Thank you. Thank you. Casey. That is a thoughtful. It's, what thoughtful happens when question. I put a physical pen to a physical paper? That is such a thoughtful question. Thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> he's more better than you can believe it. <laughs> um, it. It is. It's, I had a, a bunch of complications, nothing earth shattering, but kind of the standard complications, which meant that I had a super pubic catheter for a better part of the last uh, seven months. Um, that's gone now, and peeing like a racehorse standing up. So peeing standing up has been amazing. Like, mind-blowingly awesome um the way that he looks he looks great i mean let's face it it doesn't look like a natal penis because it's skin from my arm i had rff phalloplasty so radio free flap phalloplasty um so the skin is different um it's not genital skin it's forearm skin so it looks different um, but with the glansplasty and with the weight, um, the bulge looks really good. I don't have any problem with it. Um, and it just makes me feel like it should have always been there. Does it look exactly like a natal penis? I would say no, it doesn't. But that said, every guy's dick looks different right, from exactly. every other guy's dick. Exactly. And you're not in the urinal and looking at anybody else because that would get you beaten up. That's, so, called, that's called cruising pants. <laughs> so I'm quite pleased with how it looks. I'm really happy with the size um, and the weight functionality now that I can, now that the complications have been fixed. Functionality is awesome. Um, but... Yeah, I mean, it's not exactly like it would be had I been born with it. Right. And that's really important for people to wrap their heads around, um, that it's not going to be exactly like um, if you were assigned male at birth. Right. But I think it shatters the overstated phrase of, it's not that advanced. Yeah. I don't. I don't think it's very advanced yet. It's like they've been working on it since World War Who. Well, I mean, since <laughs> World since War soldiers got their genitals blown off, they've been working on it. Yeah. This is not new to no. trans men at all. This no. was cis men driven 
because cis guys hated the fact that they could lose their junk kit in, in war and bombs. And um, But just going back to something you said, something that people should be really aware of and that it is um, sensitive provoking is when people post on the Facebook FTM groups, especially the bottom groups where they know there's a ton of folks who've had bottom surgery. I'll say guys because yeah, tons of, I'm sorry, guys. We're talking, no, we're tons of guys, guys who've had bottom surgery and yeah. they say, does it feel like just a lump of skin or, <laughs> or it's not very advanced. You're talking now about my body mm-hmm. and that is rude and insulting. And if those are the thoughts you have, you are totally and completely allowed to think them in your head in your head and even maybe say them to other non post-op guys. But do not say to post-op guys, um, it doesn't work very well, or does it look like, does it feel like a lump of flesh? Because it's not a lump of flesh. It's a working, uh, urinating uh, piece of equipment that works awesome. And I don't have an erectile device, but those that do uh, say it's amazing. So just be careful what you say in in those groups, people. Yeah. And get your GED. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, moving on. Uh, Do you feel dysphoria anymore regarding down south? Just piggybacking on. Um, I do. I do. Actually, that's a really, really good question, Casey. Actually, you're being very supportive. Thank you. I love that because that's not a question that gets asked because people assume that as soon as you get your phallus. You're not going to feel dysphoric anymore. Yes, I get dysphoria. And I get dysphoria when, um, let's say, I want to have an erection, but I can't. um, Because it doesn't work like that. And I don't have an ED device. I'm not going to get an ED device just because uh, it's just not the direction that I'm going to go. But I do feel... I do feel lacking or sub, I don't know what the word is, um, subpar, Mm -hmm. because whatever my brain is thinking isn't reflected down in my dick the way it would be with a uh, genetic male or a properly functioning genetic male. Mm -hmm. Um, Though at this stage you don't have the... um... Installation, as we call it. I do not. <laughs> right. So this is talk pre-installation. This is pre, pre-ball, pre-ball installation, <laughs> <laughs> um, which is coming in uh, Saturday, Soon. Sunday, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Three days, well, four days from now, I'll have my uh, testicular implants, which will help propel him forward yeah, a bit, that's... keep him from falling back. And uh, just give it a little bit more oomph in in the bulge. Uh, that said, I ha- I feel fine about the bulge. It's just it will keep him forward a little bit and give it just a little bit more oomph. 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 Thank you. <laughs> okay. Um, can you pee with no hands at the toilet? We're not talking public here. Right. In the in the private sphere. In the p- private sector. <laughs> <laughs> in the private sector, I could, um, <clears throat> as long as I was, you know, leaning properly. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of, um, not everybody, but a lot of cisgendered men who urinate, when they urinate, their phallus gets a little firm, right? Because 
it does. It's not, I mean, it, it doesn't get erect or anything like that, but it gets a little firm just because there's muscles in there and there's blood flow in there that's different than ours. And then there's the urine stream. When I urinate, you can feel the urine filling out the, my neo-urethra, um, but it doesn't, it doesn't push the phallus really forward and out. So in general, I have to hold it like a lot of guys do. But that said, if I'm close to a toilet, um, it's long enough where I can pee without using hands. Yeah. Though um, I've had seven months of complications and it's really been just about a month and a half now where I'm really enjoying the freedom of just standing to pee without any complications. So, yeah, I hold them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, have you developed a washing ritual? For down, downstairs. Dude, that's such a good question. North, south, east, west. Side, side, under, front. Side, side, under, front. We mm-hmm. Left side first, then right side? Left, my left. Mm-hmm. Left, right, under. Mm-hmm. Shaft. Okay. Now, are we using... Now, I'm someone who's who needs a loofah. I, I need the, mm-hmm. the suds. Mm-hmm. I can't use a washcloth. What do you use? Um, so I use best. a gentle soap, a gentle, yeah, that's me- probably a good start. Yeah. Gentle <laughs> soap. Yeah. A gentle manly soap. <laughs> Cause you never know who might be sniffing down there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually down there just because of, um, sutures and stuff. I'm, I don't use a, um, washcloth or loofah just because I don't want to irritate any remaining sutures. Smart. Um, so I just use, I really lather my hands, make sure, obviously, make sure my hands are super clean. And then I use my hands. Also, I'm going to get really technical here. Mm-hmm. Uh, after I go to the bathroom, and I'm not talking about peeing, but after um, defecating, <laughs> I do wipe the whole area because. It's so new, and you just want to keep all bacteria, especially rectal bacteria, away from any potential entry points. Mm-hmm. So I do always use um, like a baby wipe that does not get flushed down the toilet. Please don't flush don't any fl- fucking wipe flush. down the toilet, idiots, even if it says it on the package. <laughs> don't. And I do that every time just to keep everything nice and clean. It also really helps, um, especially when you're super early on post-op, you get a hair dryer on the cool setting and you spread your legs and you dry that area really dry on the cool setting because you don't want to rub it with a towel and also towels have germs on them. Mm-hmm. But nice cool air, give yourself a nice little little uh, <laughs> hair dryer. <laughs> I almost said something else. <laughs> A nice little blow dry down there, <laughs> and you, it helps you connect. I'm sure it does. Him. And like cause, you must, you must yeah. gently hold him and cup touch him. him and cup him and love him and feed him and call him George. <laughs> <laughs> make make sure you name him is really the main. Uh, Willie, mine is Willie. <laughs> yeah, Willie. Okay. All right. Next, um, the only word is manscaping? Question mark. Good question. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, <clears throat> manscaping. Um, because, so, I'm seven months post-actual phalloplasty, but I'm only, but subsequent to that, I've had three other surgeries, and each time 
they essentially manscape for you. And in between, oh. and in between each of those, yeah. it doesn't grow back enough to really require manscaping. I will say that um, on the mons area, so essentially your pubic bone where the phallus is sewn on, if you let your hair grow out just a little, um, it doesn't need to be crazy, it completely hides the suture line, and that is really... Um, God, I hate the I hate this whole thing that euphoria, but it is euphoric because you look down and you no longer see where it's sewn on. Your hair covers it, and that's awesome. It just looks like an appendage that has always been there. Um, other than that, I'm like absolutely petrified to manscape. Oh yeah, oh God. The, the scrotal sack oh, because oh, they're oh, so. No. Don't oh risk my. it. Don't risk it. Oh my God! Oh. I mean, because that's where no. that's where the fistulas are after you have surgery and they heal, and it's just so amazing that they heal. But like, oh my God! I so trim, but essentially leave them be. That's that's what I did. But I'm not like screamingly like overly hairy. I'm not underly hairy. It's just uh, yeah. That's did awesome. did that answer and your I, question? That totally answered. Yeah. And I would. It's more about being clean than it is about manscaping. Do you know what I'm saying, man? But I think a little bit just covers the um, incisions. Oh, yeah, and it feels so good not to see them. Same with a little chest or a top surgery, or why a lot of people get um, chest tattoos Yeah, the top surgery. Just because, why not? You don't want to always be reminded of the scars. Right. And then if somebody else, if you were in a locker room and somebody looked really quickly, they wouldn't... People yeah. know a lot more now. People right. know are like, you know, certain scars, what they mean. Absolutely. Especially top surgery. I think a lot of people start to know what that means. Absolutely. All right. So um, can we expect your debut on Pornhub? <laughs> <laughs> um, that would be a negatory. <laughs> uh, OnlyFans? More than OnlyFans? <laughs> yeah. I'm, um, no? Despite this... This podcast, I'm actually really, really private about <laughs> my privacy. You don't say. <laughs> Um, okay, only two more questions. That's good. Uh, do you feel like a different person post Willie, as you call him, uh, than pre Willie? Absolutely. How so? Oh, just the confidence. Mm-hmm. I mean, putting on a pair of underwear and then a pair of pants and having that bulge be there that belongs to me, it's mine. And I don't have to worry about it migrating down my leg or down my shorts. Um, and man, being able to stand to pee for me, because standing to pee, STP was my number one driving force. Everything else was a bonus, but being able to stand to pee was my goal. And now being able to stand to pee and literally walk into a bathroom, uh, use a urinal, use a toilet, whatever, and just, oh, I just feel like, I feel like a different man. I really, really do. And um, it feels amazing. That's feels amazing. Because to clarify, you packed and, and wore an STP 24-7. Yep, I packed and wore an STP 24-7 and had a very, very physical job um, that was uh, really time-sensitive. And so it was hard to use an STP and, uh, yeah, yeah. So this has, been, this has been just the best thing, best thing. Awesome, dude. Even though it was also the hardest and most difficult experience of my entire life life yeah. don't expect transition to be a walk in the park no it's not, not a walk in the park 
Not at all. And you're not being oppressed if it's not a walk in the park. Correct. (laughs) Final question. Okay. Will you celebrate Willie's birthday each year? Oh, that's such a good... A little party hat. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Um, Yes, with my closest friends, for sure. Absolutely. The maniversary. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good question. It's amazing. That's all the questions we have today, folks. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Thanks, y'all. Send us questions and send us topics um, to caseenraffi at gmail.com. And if you have any other questions about phalloplasty, no matter how cringeworthy they may be, shoot me, shoot us an email and yeah. I'll do my best to answer. Awesome. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye.